going to keep them brief. Thank God. Um, but they are going to be impactful. I just wanted to make sure that, that they're <laughs> I know, that's right. That's well, how can, we like it in here. You can be strong, <laughs> just don't be long. <laughs> right. Therein lies the problem. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, if y'all are ready. <laughs> yes, fighter. Let <laughs> me drink my water. I'm, uh, luckily, I, re- I started recording right, right before. Oh, right. good. Good job. Oh, man. We got that. Man, I have a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. Hey, y'all, raise your glasses. As we sharing this moment in time, let's drink to us. And all the real ones listening while we kick it on wax, let's drink to that. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Hey, we're back. Your happy hour partners are finally back in the building. We needed a little time. We had, we, you know, we was doing our fall break. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Letting the season come to us. The fall feel. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, of course, yesterday was a national holiday of you. Li- it was Jamaican air horns. <laughs> it was a very special occasion in the goddamn Dallas area. Mm-hmm. Oak Cliff's finest <laughs> had her anniversary of life. Yes. Happy thirty fifth birthday, Sydney. Thank you so much. Oh, applause! Applause is in there. <laughs> and you might see that. We had to do something special for this occasion. Absolutely. You know what? I'm going to just let the the outcome of their greatness. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> do the honors. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Yesterday was my birthday. I turned the beautiful 35, big Sagittarius energy. Um, and with me being 35, I wanted to bring people who are near and dear to my heart, who have I've known for 35 years. Um, it's the longest relationship I've ever had. <laughs> um, and it's really important for me to have them here because they also are celebrating their 35th wedding anniversary this year. So be kind to them, love on them and enjoy them. I want to introduce y'all to my parents, Carol Chandler and Stefan Chandler. Yay. Hello. <laughs> you know what? We want to let y'all, first of all, warm up to the audience and so we're gonna let y'all introduce yourselves yes. let these people know who and how carol and stefan <laughs> were able to make this work and why i say that is because i was asking before the show kind of just you know some quick throwing some questions mm-hmm. out there just to kind of see exactly like how the feel of the show would be but I, th- I really just want to find out exactly how y'all met. First of all, you know, like, let them know exactly where, where y'all from, who okay. y'all are. Rip but your sense. That's the thing I want to get to before we end this show. Yeah. So okay. we're going to let the lady do the honors first. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Twan. I, I'm excited to be here. I think we both are excited to be here. We couldn't sleep last night just thinking <laughs> oh about about today. But 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 uh, at any rate, I'm Carol Chandler. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Um, I'm a proud graduate of Roosevelt High School, class of '79. Woo woo! After high school, I uh, attended Jarvis Christian College, and um, I was Miss Jarvis, by the way. Okay, she was an Ebony, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's where I met uh, Stefan. 
um, when when we were both uh, attending attending Jarvis, and so that's kind of how we met. So y'all were college sweethearts. Yeah. Now, sir, who are you? <laughs> who, who is this next I to see you, ma'am? With her last who do you have next to you, ma'am? That's Stefan. <laughs> well, I'm I'm uh, super excited as well, and. Just glad to to be here to share this moment with my my daughter, my spouse, and the young man who put all this together. Uh, I'm Stefan Chandler uh, from Houston, Texas, Fifth Ward's finest. Okay, Fifth Ward. That's right, Fifth Ward in the house. Uh, actually graduated uh, high school 1980. Played on the 1980 state basketball championship. Drop them, drop them stats. I got to drop those stats. Well, we rocked, you know, of course, you know, Houston is in the South. We played Plano in the North, so it was the North versus the South. And you were the Cashmere, right? <laughs> cashmere, Cashmere. Period. And so I went to Jarvis Christian College and uh, saw this foxy young lady on the tennis court. <laughs> but at the time, she was somewhat occupied, so I had to wait, uh-huh. wait, and wait. And so I went home, uh, and a couple of years later, I saw her in this magazine, and I saw her in this uh, Jarvis newspaper, and I said, I got to get back to Jarvis. Oh my goodness. You went back looking? Looking, looking. And as it would be, she was semi available. So the first, <laughs> day, the first day I got there, she's walking around in all her royalty, you know, with a hand up like the queen. <laughs> and here I am standing there in a white coat, and she's, she shakes my hand, and she's been holding my hand ever since. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me. Let so, me. So, so, so the whole handshake thing, I was like, Will she ever let my hand go? And she's still holding it 35 years later. So I'm like, wow, <laughs> what a handshake. Tissue, a hand- please. Tissue. <laughs> Tissue. Okay. Is that how I, how that, I that, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I, I was Miss Jarvis, and he, he was, uh, you know, walking across the gym floor. You know how, you know how guys try to walk real cool yeah. with mm-hmm. a little pep in your step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was looking, I was like, who is that <laughs> guy? You can curse. It's a safe space. Okay. I was like, who is that nigga? Okay. So then he came over because, you know, I had my little Jarvis stuff on and we shook hands. And, and to be honest, he wouldn't let my hand, you know, that movie, um, Ray Charles, he would hold, yeah, hold, hold, hold He hold. would do that. That's what he did. And I was like, hmm. And so anyway, and so anyway, the rest is, uh, is history. All right. So was it a, a slow process of finding out? I, I'm going to ask you. Okay. Because I feel as though, you know, him being the gentleman, mm-hmm. he put his hand out. Mm-hmm. Did you know right off the bat you were interested? That you wanted to see what, what was behind Stefan, mm-hmm. the man? Or was it one of those things was like, you know, he got to prove it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, to be honest, no. I, I, I knew there was a lot of interest. Because okay. he, he was a, he was a good looking guy, still is. So he was fine, and he was fine. <laughs> okay, because that was important. Okay, but then I kept thinking, what's behind the cute and fineness? You can't just be cute and fine, right? So that's, that's a word. When mm-hmm. he when he told me what his major was, I knew then he had a lot of potential. Because mm. you don't meet a whole lot of black guys that's majoring in mathematics. That's real. That's real. So mathematics to me meant he can count money. So he he's got to be able to <laughs> make money, make some. <laughs> right. I, I love how you was thinking with the long game. Yeah, you know, it's a lost art for this generation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. And so, uh, I then you know to kind of bounce it off from you, Stefan. Yes, Mr. Chandler. <laughs> I w- I do want to know exactly. 
was there any nerves when you went up there, or did mm. you just or did you had a confidence? Because I feel <clears> like confidence gives off an aura, and women are always fans of confidence. Did you know when you was driving up there to drive us from Houston <laughs> that I, I'm gonna pull her? I gotta, you know what I'm saying? You wore white. I feel like you wore white. You want to be seen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> With a purpose. Mm. So kind of just give us the lay of the land. Start with driving. Yeah, that, that's the funniest part. Uh, I, I actually didn't drive. I had an Uber driver. It was called Greyhound. <laughs> so he made some stops. So I made yeah. sacrifices. Man, yeah. I made, I made a go. lot of stops. And when I got to the bus station, I actually slept in the bus station until the next morning when the driver's van came to scoop me. Mm-hmm. So I'm fresh off uh, sleeping in the bus station, standing in line trying to get through registration. There was a lot going on there. And so she walks up with her entire uh, court, if you will, <laughs> following her around and throwing roses in front of her, rose petals, and walking through all of that. And so I'm just saying, oh, that's Carol. I remember her. I saw her picture, yada, yada, yada. So she comes over, and like I said, she shook my hand. I said, I said, wow, this is, this is cool. Let's see how this is going to work, how yeah. it's going to play out. So I think I had the confidence. I wasn't, because by now she's a senior and I'm just a sophomore. Yeah. Mm. And so I'm like, is there any interest there? And so that same day we went hung out. So I just like kind of went, went with the flow. But Who yeah. initiated the hangout? I think we kind of both kind of mutually built gotcha. that up. It was like, well, because we it was in a one store town. It was like, well, let's go to the store and get some food. And so I kind of okay. rode with her in her station wagon. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was cool. fun. I mean, it was, every day was exciting. You know, we kept, uh, kept a lot of uh, excitement in it. She kept trying to uh, tell me she could make rocks move by looking at them. And I was like, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So we had a lot of fun. Uh, That's cute. The courting process was fun. True true story. He he did think that the rock was moving. I convinced <laughs> you convinced him. I knew then. Okay. He's gullible. I'll take him. Okay. I, like, I know it's a lot, you know, a lot that we can talk about in y'all's story, but one and another thing that you know we was talking about before y'all got in here um was the fact you know I said that I kind of wanted to touch on like when y'all knew that you wanted to spend the rest of your life with this person cuz that's a big thing you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying especially young the world is large you know what I'm saying yep this one person you know <laughs> this, this who I'm riding with for the for better or for worse right I'm going to ask you, Mr. Chandler. Woo. Uh, <laughs> glad you started. I'm, I'm glad this is just an hour show. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's it's real a real funny story. Uh, Carol had just come to Houston to Fifth Ward to actually drop me off. And it was about to snow. Yeah. And so she had to drive back to Dallas by herself in the snow. Mm. I said, wow, this is the one. That's when I knew. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What was she driving for? To get back home to Dallas because her dad was uh, like, when are you coming home? What are you doing in Houston? Mm-hmm. And at that time, uh, the song Superstar by Luther was playing. Mm. And it was just, <laughs> <laughs> the setting was The setting was made. That's yeah, so was, cute. Yeah, yeah. Mama, you drove through the snow for this man? Yeah. I'm telling you right now, y'all's yeah. story from beginning to end is giving a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> Yeah. But not one of the bad ones, like one of the good, the well done ones, like why did I get married once? You know yeah, what I'm saying? The well With a little done budget, ones. You yes, know what I'm saying? yes, yes. Good lighting. Because, you know, 
That's the Jill Scott character riding through the snow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Then you riding on the uh, the Greyhound to go meet the queen of this college. Yeah, the queen of the college, chair. Am, am I lying? This, this is, is given. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a romance movie in, in, in the making. You know what I mean? So I always say, you know, finding out, you know, how this thing kind of transpired. So you said you knew when she rolled through the, uh, the 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 snow for you. Yeah, I'm feeling like you knew beforehand because you was you willing to ride yeah. through the snow for. Oh, him. I knew. I I knew in the beginning. You know, look, in college, you know, you 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 date. You know, I've, I dated other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he came back, I was I was happy that he did come back. Yeah. Okay, and uh, because I was dating someone else mm-hmm. when he left. So 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 he intercepted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he he, in, he intercepted because the guy I was dating got kicked out. Oh damn! I'm just gonna well, tell you that's the default. universe. That was yeah. the universe, the, yeah. right? By was meant to cleared cleared the way. Yeah. Okay. So so when he, he when he did come back, you know, uh, I think I had one year left, and uh, he stayed, and then I moved on to Purdue and M University mm-hmm. to work my master's degree. Okay. Now what you get? You got an MBA? MBA in management and them letters. Yeah. MBA. You know, you you know, I was determined, mm-hmm. much like this one, Sydney. Yeah, you know, you, you just it's just determination. So just pressing forward. And then the thing is, this was back then. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. were ahead of the curve, most definitely. And uh, you know, you you, you got a great catch, Mr. Chandler. You know. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hey. Excuse me, could you repeat that? <laughs> he got a great catch. <laughs> okay. But and I, I think he knew that, you know, taking them trips up to PV, you know, and he made sure you stayed focused because the, the pool was larger, you know, from Georgia to PV. You right. Know, it's more competition. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, there, was there any, like, questionable moments where it's like, it might not? Oh, know? yes, there was questionable moments. You know, leaving him at Jarvis you know, I'm sure there were there were those that were happy Miss Jarvis was gone. Now mm-hmm. we can see what's what's the deal. What's really hey, going temptation. on? Temptation, right? You know what I'm yes, that's always there. That's always there. But I think um, we were, you know, we just kind of couldn't live without each other. You know, oh driving goodness. through the snow, um, and this is driving driving through the snow when my dad was adamant and my mom about me not doing. You know, I I go to sleep in fifty. Look, don't have me. I can't do it now. Yeah. Because I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. But I was determined and just, you know, kind of going back and forth with my parents. That's how committed I was, I guess. And so, yeah, I, I knew I knew way back then. Okay. Yeah, I walked down mm-hmm. the aisle. Let's go before that. But before that. Let me, okay. let me yeah, oh, yeah. So, oh. yeah, because I know the timeline. <laughs> yeah. Give me the timeline. Yeah. So, y'all met at Jarvis, boom. You get your NBA at Prairie View, boom. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Somewhere... Around let's say eighty seven, nineteen eighty seven vibes. Y'all are still together. Yeah. Mama, you living in Dallas. Right. Was daddy in Dallas? You you convinced him to you, move you to Dallas. Yeah, he eventually moved to Dallas. Yeah. Okay. You know how hard that was back then to get a man from Houston to move to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And without a job. Stepping out on faith. Stepping out on faith. You trusted her leadership, Daddy, huh? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, 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 what? No, this is what he trusted. I had job interviews already lined up. I mean, you know, I just him? let him just move. Yeah, I was really actively oh trying gosh. to help him find a job. I'm not gonna lie. 
I, I like I feel as though the sacrifices y'all made for each other is the most impressive thing. I just want to give y'all y'all flowers right now. So yes, thank yeah, you. Tell, tell you what y'all was doing. I just didn't want to bypass that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So okay, Daddy. Yeah. You smart, majoring in mathematics. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know you're capable, right? Yep. Um, but you come from humble beginnings. You know, nobody's trying to just stay, stay in Fifth Ward, right? Did you come to Dallas for love and life? You know, see what else is out there financially-wise. And then you and Mama are still together. What happened from y'all moving in, now y'all live in the same city as college graduates Mm -hmm. to marriage? What was in between? Wow, there was a lot going on there. That's a lot to unpack. Because, you know, I still had hopes of trying to get in the NBA. Because mm, you played basketball at Jarvis. You Just, was that nigga. <laughs> right? Some games, yeah, I was that She nigga. said she was spitting as soon as he walked in. Yeah. He was tall, 6'2". With plenty to do. All the hair in the world. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's another reason I knew she was the one. Because she sponsored the entire trip for me to go try out for the uh, CBA. Mm. So we flew to Cali. I clowned in Cali. They kept telling me you was the best, yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> and so one of the guys said, so what are you going to do? you going to continue to try to go to the CBA? I said, no, I'm going to go to IBM. Mm, no letters. Because she had me a job at IBM. Wow. Man. Wow. You setting the bar high. I'm just letting you. <laughs> <laughs> These, you hear that, ladies? Yes, fishing <laughs> for the well, man. The bar is high. It's, it's like real high. I just, okay, I have questions about the millennial comparison to what this origin is like, but I kind of want to get there after we cross the marriage. Well, no, because like nowadays in pop culture Mm -hmm. or in black culture, on Twitter culture, a lot of the conversations are about, you know, seeing potential in a man, Mm -hmm. pouring into a man or not, right? When do you know a man is worth doing the things that you kind of did. And I don't want to make it one-sided, Daddy. I know you provided value to mom as well. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But speaking of the value that we've talked about, job or whatever, all this kind of stuff, some women, you know, it's a fine line between seeing potential and taking care of a man or whatever. They get it's a, it's a fine line there. So I guess your discernment must have been top-notch to know that you were doing this for the right person. Yeah, well, you know, I saw potential, um, but it, it, it was risky yeah. because, because you know, he, he said I, I sponsored the trip. I, I was working at IBM. I saved the money to, to, to make this trip, mm-hmm. hoping that, you know, there, in my mind, let me pay for this because he's going to the NBA. Right, it was an investment. I'm thinking this was an investment. An investment. <laughs> so when he started talking about CBA, I'm like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh Lord. Okay. Was, was it a quiet trip back home? <laughs> no, 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 it was, no, it was, it was, it was good. It was good because we had a good time there. We had, we had a great time. And it was there. a vacation. Yeah, it was a vacation. I'm not gonna lie. You know, just the fact that you did that. I'm just, I'm just so. Uh, it's just trying to think of how that would play out in the day, in the day's time. Like a chick working, paying for her dude to go get an NBA trial. You know what I'm saying? And it's gonna be people that's gonna think you're a fool. You yeah, know yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gonna, yeah. Especially family that 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 have the best 
hopes for you. Yeah. Right. And so I know that was kind of like outside noise sometimes. Sure. How did y'all like navigate that? Mm. You we know, we loved each other. Simple answer. Yeah. Was, I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, 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 and, and the noise was there. Yeah. You know, my friends, you know, he came from nothing. He ain't gonna never be nothing. <laughs> Well, Daddy, did your family think Mama was too bougie for you? No, 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 because we you know we had a. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be good. Okay. We had a collection of roaches. <laughs> Where is this? In in Houston, Fifth Ward, we had a collection of roaches, and when she came to the house and the roach crawled on her, oh. again, I knew she was the one. <laughs> Kept it cool. No, I said I'm going to a hotel <laughs> and paid for it. <laughs> but she took the roaches with her to the hotel. Mama. Was it a slight exit or was it like I, I'm out? Get the hell up no, out of here. No, oh no, we we just we go into a hotel or something, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we hey, yeah. wait a minute. But that was funny though because she, you know, anybody else would be like, oh lord, you got roaches and uh-huh. then a broken ran. She was like, let's get a hotel room. Oh, okay. She's cool. smooth. Okay. Kept it cool. You know what I'm saying? Didn't yeah. embarrass you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I was used to him. I knew him. I mean, I knew him. My <laughs> <name>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Been with me for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. That's. I was gonna say that's cute. That's gross, but that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Mike had been. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Cockroaches and roaches and. But yeah, she was cool with it. So. I knew then. I said, hey, man, this girl check all the boxes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. So then y'all in Dallas, both at IBM. Yep. Y'all got married, but what led up into that part? Oh, wow. Let's see. So this is funny because uh, I think we went to get our wedding license about three or four times. Yeah. <laughs> they kept expiring. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. We, she was traveling. I was doubtful. She was traveling. I kept, do I want to do this? Does this have to happen? And so uh, one day I was playing basketball. I mean, I was into the game. And so I went to her house, and she was like, let's go do this. And so her parents were out of town, so we went to the church. I called up my uh, college pastor, who I knew very well, who uh, a good friend of hers and mine. Mm -hmm. So we went to his church. She got her sister. I got my boy. Those were the witnesses. (laughs) She got some flowers off the pew. That were plastic. <laughs> <laughs> and we stood there and we did the doggone thing. I mean, we had planned this huge wedding. You know, she wanted to be in the paper. She wanted to be in all the societal magazines. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can afford to do that. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if my family have the resources to come here. Yeah. To do all of this. And so yeah. we just opted out. Yeah. You made the ultimate sacrifice. You know, for some women, because they feel like that they have this visual of what they wedding they looks like. Mm-hmm. We've said, you know, Sydney was was fortunate enough to show to, to uh, share y'all wedding photo. Yes, and I just want to say, first of all, for people who are not see or seeing the visual, let me set the scene. <laughs> okay, when he said that she said, "Let's go do this." He's not saying that, and then there's a like a small block of time for him to go get fresh, yeah, you know, put on a suit, oh go yeah, get a cut, yeah, he literally was like, "Let me go marry this woman, you know what I'm saying, yeah, in this yellow t shirt, you went and got those plastic flowers, <laughs> and y'all are here thirty five years later, mhm, through all the b s 
through 9-11. <laughs> I don't know why 9-11. That's <laughs> important because he was in New York during 9-11 for real. Raising them. <laughs> yep. Yep. It kind, of, it kind of the tie on like raising them. You know, y'all, you know, having kids. Did that change oh anything God. in y'all marriage? Or did it bring y'all closer together? How was that? Well, I'll take this one. Yeah, go right ahead. You got you got the flow. <laughs> I, I think uh it, it's not so much that it it changed us, um, because we we wanted kids. I remember, you know, before we got married saying that we wanted kids and that I wanted a boy and a, and a girl. I also asked for a picket fence and a, and I told him, I said, you know, I want a boy and a girl, and I want you to buy me a Volkswagen, uh, uh, a Volvo wagon Mm -hmm. for the kids. Now, I haven't gotten that yet. (laughs) Okay. She had the visual. Yeah. That's her Pinterest board. Yeah, that was her mood board. Okay. Uh, She had a vision. A Volvo SUV would do just fine now. But, But nevertheless, um, you know, we, we had a little bit of a different uh, parenting style, mm. just just a little bit. You yeah. know, we, we knew we wanted kids that were well-mannered uh, and we were going to we were going to make sure that they were well-mannered and, and, you know, had all the attention that they, they needed. And we supported anything that they did. Um, but we family is very important to us and being there for one another. Yeah. Uh, because at the end of the day, that's all you have. Truly. Really. Uh, and so, yeah, we've been able to to raise two, re- we believe, really great kids. Um, and, <laughs> and um, you know, Sydney, I know she just celebrated a birthday. She's 35 and all. I just wanted to say as a, as a loving parent, she is single. But, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, Do you find yourself at this point trying to. Try to bear him off yes. more often than you think. Oh yes, I'm. I, I always got my ears. I look. <laughs> hey, wherever I go, I see somebody. I even look if I think they're single. Has there been any like <laughs> almost moments where it's like, damn, she almost had them when you introduced her? Or do you she you just steer away from whatever she feels like it's for you, sitting? I've I've had almost moments to where I thought this person might be the person, but there wasn't nobody that she introduced me to. That's what I'm saying. She ain't never hit on no, nobody. Absolutely not. And I don't even I don't I'll be honest, admittedly, I don't really trust her judgment that well. <laughs> That's you know? Shame. Because to me, being a part of the black being a part of culture and the way I see it is an important trait. And I don't know if she's keen enough to vet that trait. Anybody that, I that need. passed her test, you feel like y'all ain't gonna vibe. Ish, but I will say at the Southern Classic, Mama went to the Southern Classic, and uh, she saw a guy who I think she thought might be a cool person for me to get to know or whatever, and she made the introduction. And we, I don't want to say we hit it off, but we did hit it off. We vibed, we were cool, we exchanged numbers, um, we texted for two seconds, but he seemed like to be a good guy. So that one, I thought she did a good job. And then it also gave he and I just something to chat about, yeah, which is a common denominator. Exactly. It's you know a cute little origin story. So. And, and little does she know, <laughs> I've already been trying to find that person a job here in Dallas. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look. She on his LinkedIn like, look, you see, look. <laughs> my future son-in-law. Help somebody, please. Do you understand how she staked her claim? That, when you start I, I didn't know, I didn't, you know what? I'm always thinking of others. <laughs> you just, yeah, you're so. I have, I have a candidate. <laughs> like, right. 
Nah, absolutely not. She's always trying to marry me off. It's cute though, you know. It's cute. Sydney, it's you cute. just just know you always got somebody that's out. You got a committee that's out there always in your favor. A- so if you strike out, just know it's a backup player somewhere. <laughs> <Isn't> that nice. <laughs> Very. That's reassuring. a hell of an advantage to go Very out into the reassuring. world. With. Absolutely. Thanks, mom. <clears throat> and, there, and there indeed lies the two different styles of parenting because I don't even cross that line. I just wait for her to find whoever it is so I can drill and grill the heck out of them. So. <laughs> You're just patient. I'm just patient. Are you that type? Or like, because I always want to know, you know, it's, I, ain't, I, I don't have any kids yet. So I've always wanted to know, like, how would I, I don't know how I would be, you know. I was kind of like that. Especially with my daughter, yeah. bring it home. And I feel like the dudes get worse over time. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. So I don't even want to know mm. how this going to look in 2054. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's scary. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, how how did you handle that? You know what I'm saying? What was that process like? Well, there's been so few. Uh, <laughs> so I, I haven't really had I, I to. I've been uh, them before they get to my parents. I haven't really had to employ those skills, but. Uh, I, I just look forward to the day that I have to sit down with this guy and kind of look him in the eye and see where he's from, what what his visions and what his hopes are and what he plans to do, uh, those kinds of things, because I want to make sure that my daughter is safe and secure. But, you know, some of the things that he needs to know, uh, of course, he needs to know there's going to be some collaboration. I mean, there needs to know there's going to be communication. Uh, he has to be caring. So I, I just want to talk to him about those kinds of things and just know that he's in for the for the long haul and not just in it for uh, a minute. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't, don't have me getting uh, uh, accustomed to you being around and you go ghost. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm. Because yeah. I ain't going to lie. I feel like that's just why people protect with their parents, mm-hmm. especially with, you know, with significant others. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, like, I've had a situation where somebody tried to reach out to my parents mm. around me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, talk some sense into me, quote unquote. Mm. Don't you ever get that, you know, yeah. comfortable with my parents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, Sydney. Torn. <laughs> I got a question. Okay. What was a moment in your life growing up? You could tell it now. Okay. Is there anything that you got away with with your parents that they don't know to this day? <laughs> You're 35 years old. You on the other side of adulthood. I want to give you the floor to let the world know, yes, I did it. (laughs) You can tell us. You can take a moment. Okay, let me take a moment. Let me give, Give me five seconds. Is that cool? Yeah. She's trying to figure out which story to tell. You lied. You can tell the truth now. (laughs) I'm trying to think. There's so many. Look, she's trying to figure out which one you're going to tell. You know what? It probably will come to me later, but at first, at first thought, I'll be honest, I was terrified as a kid. When I lived under their roof, I was terrified. Mm-hmm. Not terrified like they was going to kill me, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I don't like being in trouble. <laughs> I, I fucking hate it, you know what I'm saying? It's like anxiety. <clears throat> I wonder if they still love me. They disappointed. I failed, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that. Yeah. I hate that feeling. And they could tell me they were disappointed in me, and it would crush me. You know what I'm saying? So I just wasn't that. I never snuck sneaking out. I think that's absurd. Like, how do you, you leave the house? No. See, 
Oh, no. I had a single-parent household, so <laughs> my mom was tired. You know what I'm saying? And she slept hard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I snuck out every day. Like, no. <laughs> like, every night. It, was, it became the point, like, I just had my stuff by the door. Like, <laughs> she, <laughs> she never called me. I'm like, that's a damn shame. They working her too damn hard at that job. <laughs> you ain't got to use the restroom. You don't come and check on me and look and say, Ooh, see him. You know what I'm saying? Like a whole year of school, like just sneaking go. out. So the fact that you were doing that, wow! I w- I was not. My brother was different. You know what I'm saying? I do no have snitch. a brother, y'all. Got, we're not I, gonna no, lie, no, no. you snitch. I'm not sneak. I'm not snitching. These are things that they know about. He would get in trouble for. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? He's already you know been atoned. But um, I just wasn't a sneak out kid. I had a boyfriend out the way of high school, and you never snuck him in a window. Nothing. They you told never. us it was the element when we moved into that house. They told us that there were alarms on the windows, no, and my dumbass believed it for all of my days. Isn't that crazy? I was scared. That is a hell of a scare <laughs> tactic, isn't it? <laughs> like it worked. I ain't even got to spend money on this shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. cameras in here, dumbass. <laughs> Just don't. The VCR looking Just at me. Don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> could you imagine? Nah, that's you. You giving our secrets now. You know what it's, I'm saying? But that really worked. And we had an alarm system. I and the alarm base, whatever. It's just too much to sneak out, in my opinion. Now, and I never was a. I just didn't want to worry them about where I was. You know what I'm saying? That's scary. I would imagine as mm-hmm. a parent to go check on your child Absolutely. and they're not in there because you out philandering and whatnot. That's stupid to me. So I was logically it didn't make sense. So since she was such a great kid, <laughs> yeah, quote unquote, what was the proudest moment? We gonna say as a child, you know, because you know I feel as though she had her moments. Was there a standout moment? Where it was like that's my baby. Hmm. Because I'm a, you know, we gonna give her flowers on her birthday. We gonna <laughs> let these people know she had sense growing up. Yeah. So can yeah. y'all y'all have a moment. You know what I'm saying? It could have been a fifth grade promotion, whatever it was, you know? I think for for me, the proudest moment um, was when she was in high school. Mm. I think I was proud that she made the the drill team, Mm -hmm. and then she was a homecoming queen. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I I, I knew she she had something. Yeah. I knew she had something and that she was going to be something special. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew then. So that means Girl. you talked. So that means you talked a lot. Oh, yeah. You know what? I feel like when a parent say that, that means they have a kid that is loquacious and has an a, a aura about them. Uh-huh. But sometimes people try to put it in a box and like kind of like dim that light. Yeah. Did y'all find yourself having to like make sure she had the confidence to be able to? Because I feel like that's big with parents. Yeah. That have kids that have a flair, that have uh, energy about them. How did y'all manage that? I, I think what's important in in what we did, um, they 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 at home. I mean, they could be themselves. They could talk whatever it was. Yeah. But supporting kids, going to their games, going to their events, going mm-hmm. to whatever it is, and being 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 present. Yeah. Okay. And they, you know. I remember I played I played tennis uh, for my my high school, but. My parents d- didn't come to the game. They worked, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but but I don't recall. I think I may re- remember maybe my dad coming to one match, and I was really trying to show out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But when parents are there, it does something to to the kids, you know, in terms of their self-esteem. Yeah. That's real. 
You know, you just you, you just have to. I mean, you know, that's your kid. So you can't just ignore them. You shouldn't <laughs> anyway. I know that happens, but you shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, because you want to do your best to mold them into, uh, you know, somebody special like my little Sydney over there. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, and I just <clears throat> I just like to piggyback off that because, uh, you know, I knew when she got to school and she had a lot of young ladies that were following her leadership. She wasn't following them. She was leading and, and that was important because you don't want a kid that's just going to be a follower and just kind of go with the norm and do the things that they're doing. And I remember taking her and maybe five or six of her little girlfriends <clears throat> to a trip to Austin. And, you know, they were rowdy, but I was I gave them their space. And then later that night I got a call that they needed to go to the drugstore because they forgot something, their makeup or what have you, what have you. And then I later found out that that was not the entire truth. But one of the young ladies was trying to find out what was going on with her body. It was changing. Yeah. And so, but Sydney later told me months later what had happened, and I don't want to air it on the show, mm -hmm. but it was, it was for me, I was proud that my daughter hadn't got caught up in that type of conundrum, if you will. Mm -hmm. She was, she was centered, she was grounded, and she, she knew not to do the things that this young lady had done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so that was just a proud papa moment for me. Mm, I remember that. Because I ain't, I'm not going to lie, you know, I, I, I feel like seeing your kid go out into the world, you know what I'm saying? Like when y'all dropped off at school. Oh, man. Oh, wow. oh man. That was just did, traumatic. Did, did, did was... you drop some tears? Still. Did they? Yeah, wow. They might cry right now. Yeah. <laughs> he, he already is, but here's, yeah, yeah. he's crying just thinking about it. Yeah, wow. We cried all, the whole way back. Oh, my gosh. It's you terrible. Sydney was trying to hit the yard. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! I know she dropped her stuff <laughs> you off. You know what? She I was sad that. too, though. I was scared. I mean, I wasn't was sad scared. long. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was not sad long, but I had a great upbringing. Yeah, and I lived in Dallas my whole life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was moving to the capital of Texas. That's yeah. all I knew about Austin. Yeah, is that it was the capital of Texas, and the school I was going to had just won the national championship. They be beat USC. Yeah. And so I was like, dang, it's going to be some fine niggas here because they play football. <laughs> That's what I thought. It's truly what I thought. Um, and I also had the privilege of having like seven other people from my high school went to UT as well. Yeah. So I had a tribe. I wasn't alone. My god sister went there. And so um, I remember the day that they left. I was sad because like I'm not going to see them every day type stuff. Like, you know, just immediate sadness. But then, like, after that, it was over. But I know that they were towed up. <laughs> yeah, because I actually drove her to college. I was still chasing the basketball. I had a broke, I busted my knee. So I'm driving her to college with one leg, and the other leg was kind of hoisted in the air. Yeah. So it was, that was going on. And then the fact that I'm leaving my daughter in a strange place without being able to protect her. Yeah. 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 I, I ain't going to lie, like, I don't know how I'm gonna handle because I'm an older I'm an older brother, and I have boys under me, and I know how nervous I am with them in the world, and mm -hmm. they grown as men. <laughs> so like, I don't even want to yeah. I don't even want to know how through I'm gonna be. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm probably not gonna be able to drive back. I'm just gonna be like just <laughs> done because yeah. I, like especially like dropping them off this large school with it's huge fifty thousand undergrads. Uh, yes. And you just hope you gave her enough street sense to, to, to like, survive. Like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I ain't going to lie. 
what is the one thing? See, this is a question for you. What what is like the one thing that kind of like makes you most proud of being uh that that daughter? Um, the thing that makes me most proud. I don't know if this answers your question, but the thing that makes me proud to be a part of this family. Yeah. Am I emotional? Ugh. Okay. <laughs> They're just so cool. Yeah. You know, and I don't really, growing up, I didn't have a lot of friends who had two-parent households. It was kind of me, my homegirl did, but that was kind of really it. You know what I'm saying? And I, so I really wasn't around mother, daughter, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, mother, father dynamics often. Yeah. In my circle. Um. And then the more I kind of grew up, my house was the hub house. My mama really didn't, my parents, us and sleepovers at other folks' houses, they just didn't get down like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a weird life, weird world we live in. And they wasn't talking about that. So my house was the sleepover house. We was the fish fry house. We was the, everybody come over to our house house, right? My cousin played in the NFL for the Cowboys, we all came to our house, you know what I'm saying, yeah. to kind of commune as a family. So I love that they've they've always been hosts and hostess, you know, hosts or whatever yeah. to the family and friends in the community. And then as I grew up, high school, two of my friends got kicked out the house the same week. Two same week. Yeah. And my mama let both of them girls stay with me until their parents let them back in. My parents were like that prom, I won prom queen, but my mama had donated prom dresses to my high school for the girls who didn't have prom dresses. My daddy was a substitute teacher in my elementary school because he was a helicopter parent and wanted to always know what was going on in his kid's life. So, and I would see, they've always just been transparent and present. Um, Their marriage hasn't always been smooth, but they didn't keep that from us. Yeah. And a lot of families keep that kind of stuff from their kids, understandably so to protect them. But my parents just, they weren't those type of parents. They let us know what was going on. Uh, we saw it. We felt it with them. You know what I'm saying? We healed with them. Therapy, we healed with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so knowing that my parents are open, choose to create community and love on us and make us, I'm who I am. Yeah. I'm always who I am. Um, I'm very open about that. But I didn't, that came from them. And so I've always just been proud of how transparent and, um, yeah, yeah. Man, I, I, wow. I love to hear. Uh, uh, and uh, one of the things that, because <clears throat> that, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. When I met Sydney, mm-hmm. I noticed that she had a confidence about her. And then I remember when she would post. Uh, you, cause that's that was the, my first, you know, inter- uh, exposure to y'all, and yo, and I noticed her dynamic with you because you had the uh, the uh, privilege of being able to go to Italy mm-hmm. and work over there. First of all, you know, kind of just the backpedal. Mm-hmm. How was that experience being mm-hmm. away from somebody you had literally been a thirty year marriage with? Well, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a challenge. Yeah. You know, when I got the, the news that, that, uh, there was an opportunity to, to work overseas in, in Italy, you know, of course I talked to Stefan about it and he was excited about it. And he said, when, when we moving? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, this is, this is great. 
And uh, then as the time got closer to moving, he said, now, when are you leaving? (laughs) (laughs) I said, "Uh, okay, okay, yeah. So, uh, you know, made that move. They picked up all my stuff. I got over there, and uh, I was excited about the opportunity. It was a three-year assignment, supposed to be a three-year assignment. turned out to be three and a half years. Mm. But it was a sacrifice. Why? Because I knew that if I could go over there and worked that amount of time and, you know, stack my paper, that we would be uh, better off financially. So it was a sacrifice. Not yeah. only was it a sacrifice, when I got over there, it was a great, uh, I had a team of people that worked for me, um, and they made it easy for me to uh, integrate in, into the Italian lifestyle. Yeah, shout um, out her friends. That was real nice when I was, when I visited. Oh, all, yeah, all of I've got real. some yeah. some some great some great friends there. They're still there, but um, yeah. And so, and it gave it gave me the opportunity for my family to come over and visit, mm-hmm. yeah. and to do some traveling over there. Sydney and I went to where did we go? Everywhere, we girl. To, Rome. We, we was following her on yeah. social media. This was the world was like trying to open back up, and so yeah. we were just yeah. trying to like yeah just anything. And so yeah. I remember it was like so. That's when I kind of realized yeah. y'all dynamic was like it w- it was special. Yeah, and so um, and, and I could think of I cannot I cannot I can't imagine like three and a half years going outside <laughs> your normal. Mm-hmm. You have this cadence, this rapport that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, was there ever a moment though where you were willing to like where you was like I don't know if I can make it to the end of this? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. or did it get easier over time? You know, it, how was that? It, it got easier over time, but but once it got easier over time, there did come a point where I was like, "Look, I, I need to go back home." Yeah, you know, three years turned into three and a half. Right. Uh, but you know, again, I was stacking the paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, uh, and seeing the world, and 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 seeing the world, and allowing my family to to see the world. But I was excited. Um, obviously to go to all these different places, you know, but, but, but I have to tell you when I, when I came back, I told Stefan, you know what, it's time for me to come back. I told Sydney, you can go ahead and remove those cameras from the house. <laughs> uh, Cause mom was coming back home. <laughs> okay. Period. Like, <laughs> so you said your mom was coming back home. I'm, but I can only imagine it feel like almost like being a newlywed almost all, all over again. Like you didn't have that big of a uh, a gap and living under the same roof permanently, and now y'all back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yep. Did it take some getting accustomed to again and living with with each yeah. other? Yeah, Daddy, you asked you that because yeah, you, you was living La Vida Loca. <laughs> yeah, you was turned. Like, how did you put the uh, the tube the toothpaste back in the tube? <laughs> Thank you. Let the it seat was, down. It was tough. Because, you know, now I'm accustomed to coming home every night uh, by myself, not having to, where you been, what's going on, what's, how was your day? <laughs> so it was just me and the television. And so it was just, when she came back, you're, you're right. It's like, uh, you know, you're just trying to be, trying to deal with the whole point of having her back home, trying to adjust to that. Because when she came back home, her car wasn't shipped home, so we had to wait for her car to be shipped. So we were carpooling. and So that kind of helped us kind of catch up, but it was, it was, it was a lot just trying to get used to it because uh, I was home alone, basically, and we had a couple of snowstorms that oh. ripped through the house and mm. tore up the house. And normally she would be there to kind of orchestrate all of that. Yeah. So I had to lean on Sid to kind of get that done. And then she was trying to manage from abroad. 
And it was, so you had the snowstorms, you had COVID-19. COVID. It had a lot going on. And, you know, and, and here I was, you know, I'm like, I don't want to catch COVID. So what am I going to do? And trying to stay out of that that deal. And then I'm working from home, managing six people who thought they were on a staycation. <laughs> and so it was just, there was a lot of dynamics. But when she came home, it was like, you know, I was glad she was back. And, you know, we were kind of rekindled some things. And But I, I must say, though, when she first left, I was like, wow, it's almost like getting a reprieve from the governor. I'm about to be <laughs> home alone. She's in Italy. I'm in the States. We're going to see how this works out. But we, we we fought through it. We got through it. And, you know, I had a chance to visit Italy. Uh, you know, here it is, a cat from Fifth Ward who goes to Italy. And you're yeah. like, wow. You know, yeah. just, I never thought I'd get to see something of that magnitude. Yeah. So it was, it was cool. That's what's up. Yeah. See it? Yeah. You know, any... Anything you want to kind of like share with us about your experience and, you know, with your mom being away, you know, was that an adjustment period? Yeah, uh, it was. It was an adjustment just because I was I was the only girl in the house. You know what I'm saying? My family, we stayed together. You know what I'm saying? So it's like me, mama, daddy and man, my brother. And so it's two girls, two boys. You know what I'm saying? And that part was gone. You know what I'm saying? And then she just. She's a supervisor of nature. She's just yeah. naturally a manager. She has a managerial spirit. Spirit, And so when she was gone, that was gone, which is kind of cool. Not going to lie, mama. It was kind of like we was all just doing our own thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't about like, because she she's just a manager. You know what I'm saying? She's really good at making sure things get done. Yeah. But I'm my daddy's daughter. You know what I'm saying? So I'm lax. My brother is my daddy's son. You know what I'm saying? We just... Chilling. Operating madness. Exactly. But then when something would happen, like pipes bursting or the AC going out, COVID, stupid shit, I would have to step up, you know what I'm saying, and kind of be the woman of the house vibe, you know what I'm saying, and have to like do shit. And that was annoying because I don't have kids and I ain't got no man. So it was just like, damn. It's giving crickling. Maybe I was Troy. You was going Combing hats. Maybe I was. Yeah, my niece would visit. I was combing her. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but there are moments when I would, you know, miss my mom. You know what I'm saying? Things would happen at home. We would all be, you know, sad. Something would happen. We would lose somebody in our family. My mama wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that was sad. But um, when I, 2019 vibes. I fell into a depression because I was broke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was so broke. I quit my job. I was broke. And I had just bought a round trip ticket to go see my mama. So when I got there, I had no money to do shit. You know what I'm saying? So I was just sad. Yeah. But her energy, she's just fun. You know what I'm saying? She's fun. She wanted to do stuff. We went to Germany. We went to did New Year's Eve in London. Went to several bingo halls. I don't even want to talk about that. Love that. She loved bingo, y'all. When, no oh. matter the country. <laughs> overseas bingo. How you play bingo overseas? Just like you do over here. <laughs> with a lot of smoke. <laughs> I, 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 I won more over there, though. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I, but going over there, again, like she said, it allowed us yeah. to visit. My cousin visited. Their couple friends, uh, they visited. So it was all in all very dope. Um Pandemic scared me though, cause pandemic hit Italy hard. I don't yeah. know if y'all remember. I remember the hardest. It, I remember it, that was it, like shut down. Like, yeah, the and, hardest. And I had just left in January, and then three months later it was locked down. Uh, so that was scary. But I will say, when I think about my ideal marriage, right? If I were to get married, 
I want it to be like we're married and then every five years we have a check-in and an option to renew our contract. Well, like yeah. renewing your driver's license. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly right. Renewing your gun license, yeah. all that, whatever. It's going to be a hard date? Like, okay. The I mean, it could be a soft date, but like an extra. Like, we ain't going to six years without renegotiating. Yeah, like let's renegotiate. Let's talk. Re-negotiate. Let's talk about this. Let me tell you where you suck I've at. I've been playing like a superstar player. Now, and so you've been, like- yeah, <laughs> you ain't. You know what I'm saying? But what I think the beauty of what happened with their marriage is they essentially kind of got a three-year, a gap year. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. some time. So she got to do her own thing. She was in the Swiss Alps. She was in Spain, Milan, whatever. And he uh, just chilling. That doing was in what Bishop he, Arts. You didn't feel, <laughs> he was that you didn't feel irritated at all when you came back and just was like, damn, I'm, I'm back here. You know what I'm saying? Because Texas feels so yeah, <laughs> like I know. a letdown. You know what? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I tried <laughs> to, you know, I would send them pictures of where I was with all my travels and stuff, yeah. you know. To try to, you know, because I, I wish they could have experienced it with me. Yeah. Um, but I, I tried to bring them into the fold. But then when I came back, I tried to get, I had to go back country life. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you had become accustomed to the Italian way yes. of life. You know, you know, that's we, an adjustment. What was your favorite part of Italian life that's different than here? And don't say bingo. Okay. <laughs> you know what? It's strange. But... My favorite, my favorite thing to do over there was really to go to the casino. Look, and that was on base. <laughs> that oh wasn't even my out. God. That wasn't even in well, the yeah, city. In, they call it in the economy, but mm-hmm. but nevertheless, uh, no, really, it's the travel. You, you can get on a train and go practically anywhere. Yeah, and about like the food and everything like mm-hmm. that. You know how how was that getting accustomed to? Because I feel like they they cook with a lot of like. Hand, you know, handmade, homemade mm-hmm. things. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's a rich, it's, it's a freshness to the food. Mm-hmm. So you come back here, you know what I'm saying? I'm like getting readjusted to American food after you didn't yeah. have this lovely uh, cuisine you for know three what? and a half years. Can I say something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over there, they eat well, yeah. meaning the food is good for you. Every Saturday morning, I would go to the market and get all my good fresh fruits and vegetables and flowers. The mm-hmm. market to get your flowers and your vegetables. <laughs> okay. It it was it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you and that it, but but I enjoyed that. Yeah. And and consequently I, I lost weight mm-hmm. in the process because I was eating things that were that was good for me. Yeah. yeah. You know, all this soda and all. They don't drink. You, you drink soda over there. They think there's something wrong with you. They don't, it's not like you, you soda. You know, now, when I went there, I, I was not a wine drinker. Yeah. But. You got culture. You got more culture. Yeah. There, after right? living there, I, I I couldn't do it without it. Yeah. You know, I used to have wine glasses. Then when I would come home. you drinking the wines on the top shelf, not the bottom shelf, because you know about density and all that now well yeah because i remember coming home from work and i remember i was going to pour me a glass of wine and i was like why am i wasting this glass i just took it to the head <laughs> you know you know what i mean i'm like what am i doing why wasting am i dishes why, why am i wasting time this brand new right that's oh, too cute man. but it was an enjoyable enjoyable experience absolutely I'm, I'm not gonna lie man you know uh just just 
sitting here talking through the journey through which y'all has been like an amazing moment. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like it's perfect time in having this show because, you know, I'm I'm in a, a relationship right now and yeah. I'm working towards the ultimate goal of walking mm-hmm. down the aisle. And I just and I was just telling y'all about hosting, you know, and, you know, for the first time and feeling like, you know, you ingratiated in creating a family or you know, your own family origin story in a way. Um, is there any advice y'all have before we get out of here for any people as far as marriage and just navigating a relationship with a person? You know, I'm gonna just let both of y'all have that the had a floor. Y'all can be as transparent as y'all want to be. Okay, okay. Stefan. Yeah, I definitely want to go first. Oh, shit. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is right in my wheelhouse. Uh, I just think that uh, a lot of the young people today, they're caught up in the commercial brand of the whole marriage scam. I mean, scheme. <laughs> <laughs> and so I would say, you know, yeah, I know you want to have a beautiful wedding and you want to have the flowers and all of the, um, you want to have all of that, but do you have the substance behind it? Do you want to just spend the money to have a gorgeous wedding, and then two years later you're divorced. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you did you really get the true ROI on mm-hmm. the on the event? And so I would say, spend the time, save the money for something that you could really use it for down the road, like purchasing a home or you know taking a family vacation. But don't just you know pour it all into uh, a lofty wedding to impress people who don't like you, mm-hmm. who are going to be talking about you and you know, it's like, why would I do all of that? Why would I waste yeah. all of that money and time on something like that? So I would just say make sure that you have some substance in your relationship. Make sure you have communication, collaboration. Notice you're going to have to compromise. Mm-hmm. It just can't be your way or no way. It has to be a compromise, and you have to have that the, the caring within that uh, concept as well. So, you know, you know, the young people today, I've seen weddings that are just elaborate. I mean, two, three hundred thousand dollars mm-hmm. four or five you know, little girls throwing flowers. And then <laughs> five years later, they're like, but it didn't work out. I'm like, really? Yeah. So <laughs> if that's any advice I can give to any young people, I would say, you know, make sure that that's something that you can afford to do financially and make sure that you, uh, you know, spend your money wisely because it's, 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 it's tough. Yeah. That's real, Daddy. What about yourself? I think, uh, you know, certainly what he said, I, I, I piggyback off of what Stefan said. I think um, for me, uh, in addition to what he, he said is, you know, communication certainly. But you have to also, you know, you have to be patient with one another. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you can't just think that you guys are at the same place at the same time, uh, you know, mentally. You know, sometimes you have to bring somebody up. Yeah. And sometimes they may have to bring you up. Okay. Um, you, you you don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows everything. I know sometimes, you know, you think you know everything, but you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something that, that you can learn from, from someone else. Yeah. Um, but patience, um, you know, and have fun and laugh. Yeah. He's hilarious. <laughs> he, 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 he is hilarious. Um, but find something that you guys both like to do, you know, um, uh, some kind of hobby or, or, or something or another. But but nevertheless, communication really is key, and honesty. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you ain't got to be lying all the time. I know you're gonna be lying sometimes, <laughs> but you don't have to lie all the time. Okay, okay. <laughs> I appreciate y'all giving us some insight. 
I hope y'all take it in. For real. Open years. You know, uh, it's not somebody 13 years old giving us marital advice. Okay. You know, that's the audience for, for that be trying to coach us through while they sit in their cars yeah. and go home to empty houses. Uh-huh. So we hear it from some people who actually in the trenches. Right. And doing it for real. Doing so, the work. But now, nah, uh, see, you know, we celebrating. It's a holiday this weekend. You know, is there anything you want to kind of announce or just put out there? Just kind of just any words before we get out of here? Yeah, I just am just grateful to be 35 and alive, to be honest. I'm grateful that y'all love each other enough to birth me. Um, Thank you, you guys. Probably your greatest accomplishment to date. (laughs) Um, They didn't say that. So my best word. See, I read minds. But no, thank y'all for raising me to be the amazing woman that you guys see before me. Um, I'm just really grateful to be 35. I'm excited f- for what this new year is going to bring. Um, and that's really it. I've had a really great year. I'm so grateful. I've just been in a gratitude space lately. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful I have my own place. I'm not living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck. I ain't got nobody out there cheating on me. Thank God. Um, and I ain't got no kids to go run home and I'm good. You glowing out here. I'm having a great time. Okay. I'm living the best life. Sounded like a Mar Brocco kill show. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Like, I'm just big ups to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm grateful. That's so me. the next show you're going to be here in the recap. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Hopefully it's all good vibes. You yes, know what I'm my saying? My birthday parties this weekend. We're going to go up. Twan going to be there. I got my race car jacket. You yes, know what me too. <laughs> Me too. I'm stepping in my Air Force Wars with the, with the shoestrings matching yes. the fit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's going I down. I got my fake grill. I got custom. Sh- me too. And I got custom shirts for people. I have custom styrofoam cups. It's lit. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking cute. forward to it. And uh, thank y'all for birthing her. So she was cool enough to introduce me to Oak Cliff. She gave my Oak Cliff pass. Yes, oh, I did. <laughs> well, thank you for having us on here. I mean, it's it's it's, it's great. And I think it's perfect timing. It's, it's the holiday season when you're spending time with your families, and the people need to hear this. I think yeah. they, you know, it'll, it'll help somebody along the way. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And I hope it allows you to humanize your parents. You know, some Absolutely. people are not fortunate enough to have that bond with their parents. So take the time as you get through life. Try to humanize your parents. Put Absolutely. yourself in their shoes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and because I feel as though that's one thing we have to realize. It's like our parents. You only get one set of. Yep. So, you know, learn to appreciate them, mm-hmm. love on them, let them love on you. You know what I'm saying? Even as you grow up. So, Sid, thank you for sharing your parents with us today. You will. You know what I'm saying? Anytime. They'll be back. Thank y'all for braving the weather, you know. Uh, and if y'all want to come back and pull up anytime, y'all got, <laughs> y'all, if you got some stuff you want to get out of, y'all ain't even got to come together. Yeah. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just pull up how y'all want to. You know, it's an open uh, it's an open invite. So again, thank y'all. Wait, I got something to say What's before up? we get out of here. Do y'all have something y'all want to plug? Anything? Well, uh, not really. I mean, okay. I I, I kind of do, but yeah, I guess I want to plug. Uh, I'd love to come back to the show to talk about helping individuals find valuable a viable employment. Yeah, because that's kind of her and I. That's our wheelhouse. We're both in HR. We've probably helped thousands of people land jobs and land careers. Throughout top, our career. That's a top of the year show. So, so yeah. we, we need to have that episode like yeah. in January when people are, you know, knee deep and looking for new employment. Yeah, yeah. so let us know because we that's that's definitely in our wheelhouse. Okay. Thank you for that. Mommy, you have anything you want to plug? No, well, uh other than uh, uh first, thank you 
both of you guys for having us here. You're welcome, Mama. Um, and I'm hoping that that we we've, we've touched someone that's 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 listening. Um, the only thing that I know to plug is you know the business that I'm in. Yeah, uh, I'm a retired HR professional, but uh, I've decided to uh, join the a family business that we have, which is in property management. We manage uh, both commercial and uh, residential. Uh, properties. Uh, the name of the business is Long Star Property Management. Mm-hmm. And um, we are also looking to have a big estate sale. Mm-hmm. My mom uh, had an antique shop. Stefan calls it Sanford and Son. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, she had an antique shop. And so we're planning on having a, a big estate sale uh, on the 14th of December at Lone Star Property Management in Dallas, Cedar Crest. That's it. Okay. See it. You do your job of getting it out there and making sure everybody know where they can find uh, the information about the estate sale again because I know people are into that. You know, that's the thing now. You yeah. Know, make sure you go through everything and then you ain't getting rid of no valuable stuff. They, she <laughs> won't. She <laughs> like, like a dog on a bone. Because somebody going to come in there and, buy and come up off y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we do not want yeah. that. So. She don't play. <laughs> no. 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 But, yeah, no, that's good. I love it. I put Man. it out there, mama. Hey, hey, our cousins, our happy hour cousins, we glad that y'all were able to pull up with us again. You know, sorry for the wait, but it was worth it. Absolutely. You know, and uh, if you listen to this, you know, enjoy your family and stay out the way on this holiday season. And then make sure you're saving money for Christmas. Amen. You know, we do not need y'all broke going into the... the ho, ho, ho. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> again, this your boy, Antoine. This is Sydney, a.k.a. Stephanie. And this is Let's Drink to That Podcast. We out of here. Peace. Bye.